recording. All right, we're recording. Cool. Uh, welcome everybody to the another episode of the UNG Odyssey podcast. Uh, this is my new studio that we're gonna be doing it in. Um, even though you guys listen to audio, can't tell. Uh, but the people who are watching on YouTube and who will later, well, nobody's gonna see it on Twitch because we're not live right now. We're not live on Twitch, right? Now we're just doing a straight recording. Yeah. yeah. This one's usually this one's a little different. We usually do it live on Twitch, but I don't have it set up on the computer yet. That's cool. <clears throat> well, because I'm using a temporary computer. My other computer is not complete yet. Yeah. So I want to go ahead and have it all ready. I don't want Annie to waste her time okay. doing the computer. It's just gonna redo it all over again. Um, what happened here? Did that fall down? What? <laughs> the tablet. No. For, I, I forgot her name. Ooh. She was playing with it. Not you. Lana. Yeah, Lana. Okay. Um. Anyway, so yeah, this is the new studio. You were here for the old one. Mm-hmm. It was actually in my old producer's room. But we need more space, and I'm finally getting to my own computer so we can um, do everything on that computer and not take up all her time on her computer. And uh, get things working. For sure. Um, <laughs> he just burned his fucking mustache. God damn, Ruben. God damn. You went really deep in that joint. <laughs> yeah, man, that garage show that I had last night was crazy. Oh, was that the one with the winter space? Yeah, uh, Philip Garcia. Philip Garcia and, uh, and, uh. She still has a house. Zach Griffey. Zach Griffey was on the too. Zach Griffey. Um, what was that? Oh, wait, with the guest is CJ Landry, by the way. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> CJ and Andre. And also, I have a, uh, a guest uh, stepping in for Gump because Gump's not here. Uh, Mr. Future Fighter and the Kid. Uh, Johnny, 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 I don't know. You don't have a nickname, do you? Oh, Lobo? Yeah, you got it. Whatever. I don't know. Listen. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man, it was, a, it was an interesting show, dude. There was, there was a big turnout for it. I think it's a really smart idea. Yeah, what kind of was it? Explain to me what, what is it? Because I know it's in the garage. Yeah, it's in a garage, just like a garage house. It's a house party after. So they throw a house party, but then they do comedy before. Yeah. And uh, they just charge $2 a head at the, oh, at the door. And it's a cool room. It's a cool room because um, people can smoke weed in it. You know, there's no other comedy room like that where people can chill out. Yeah. But it's a garage, right? So it's a house party. Slash. It's a big garage. So in other words, it's like it a... It fit 30, like 30, 30 to 40 people in it. Is it like a, a house garage or like one of those like old school kind of barnyard, barn type of garage? Yeah, it's a big garage. It's almost like a... I would say... It's like it's just very tall and wide. And then mm-hmm. it's probably, probably like fit three cars. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, so it's pretty much a, a house party with a comic gig. Yeah. A comedy gig. Sweet. And... Uh, and they had a lot of people there, like comedy fans. People even recognized me from hyenas there. Like, there's people that, like, go to comedy clubs regularly and ended up showing up. And they didn't even know Philip. They just heard it from a friend of a friend. Oh, really? I should. I wish I would not know. I wouldn't come to that. Yeah, it was dope. I mean, Joseph kind of told me about it a little bit, but he didn't say, like, oh, you know, he didn't say, yeah, come watch us do comedy. You know, I didn't know what kind of a thing it was. So yeah. I thought it was, like, private type of thing or something. I didn't even know what Hearst was. Hurt, 
I'm gonna put the Instagram live feed on. There you go. Tip for the but yeah, it was it was a great show. They had a, a very eclectic crowd. Had a guy that was um, he was like 19. He was just selling a bunch of weed. It was hilarious. He had like a, and that long hair dude was there. Uh, that Philip dude was there. Yeah, you got to meet that motherfucker. Yeah, he Did was smoke with him. Dude, Austin, Austin Hutchinson. Yeah, we were smoking all the time. There was like, there, that whenever you walked into the garage, it was just like a giant cloud in the room. I'm gonna have this yeah, right here. They're just chilling, yeah. smoking. It's like seeing the OG. Um, and it was funny because some of the comics they don't this even smoke weed. Instagram, right? They smoke People weed. Type and on they had to because it high. was like basically yeah, hot box like in my fucking garage. It was a giant, just cloud and. One um, of the guys that didn't have any questions. Complete just, uh, straight edge. I don't know that. Yeah, he doesn't even drink questions towards the end of the show. He didn't do shit. He doesn't even like that Christian boy. Yeah, and he's up there telling jokes. They had this dude ripping a bong right by him, and he blows it at the air right in his face. So you can pick it up and move it if you want to. Just fucking woke him up. Yeah, he was high for sure. He definitely had a contact high. But the garage is just so packed with smoke. Like you walked in and just overwhelming amount of weed smoking. <laughs> yeah. That sounds pretty fun. That was great. And it was all, it was cool crowd. It was like college kids, yeah. like seniors in high school. So it was like a different group than what we're used to. So he just put it together. Yeah, uh, What's his name? Uh, Philip Garcia. Philip Garcia, right? Yeah, yeah I, I guess he just has enough friends that are comedy fans and they just brought their friends. So mm-hmm. it was like people he didn't even really was know. Was at his house or something? Right at his house. Oh, it's probably just a crazy Texas house party then. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I've I think last time I was at Heinz in Fort Worth, he uh he brought me up on stage. Yeah, because he was the uh he was the uh God damn the host. The host yeah. for that. Block. You got the you got the um you got a showcase tonight? Yeah, yeah, showcase tonight. Sorry. I'm doing high in Fort Worth. Um I did high in and I did I did high enough. <laughs> I did hyenas in Dallas a couple of weekends ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it was funny that I did a little bit on shrooms. I don't know if I told you that. How did that go? Yeah, I remember you talking about it. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. I, they definitely were kicking in right before I went on stage. Yeah. Things were looking a little fuzzy. You know, I could barely see the crowd because the lights were on me and everything was kind of loud. I mean, I could see, like, I see, like, the first three rows. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's kind of like, you know, it's blurry. But, you know, that's, that's kind of like how it is when <clears throat> normally, because you can barely see the people in the back. Uh, in a show because of how bright the lights are. Yeah. Like three times worse. You know how crazy comedians are? Like, a lot of people won't even do shrooms. A lot of people won't even do comedy. And we do both. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we're brave <laughs> enough to be like, I'll do time. it. You know how many people There's told so me? many people that are like, that's fucking crazy. This, I wouldn't even think of that. There's a lot, a lot of fellow comics who were like, you're crazy. Why yeah. would you do that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Isn't that part of, like, isn't that part of the fun of being a comic? That yeah. You can pretty much do what you want when yeah. you're on stage? Yeah, that, no, people don't understand that. Like, and for me, I could probably count on, like, I could probably count on one hand how many times I've gone on stage and done comedy completely sober. But you know what's weird? People, they have no problem with people going on stage drunk. Yeah. And they'll, they'll even tell I them, know. They and even I tell, go all pie and everyone listens to like, I'm crazy. Yeah, they'll even tell other comics or other people who are like trying it out. Like, oh, you know, the best thing to do is just get really drunk and go up there and do it. Who cares? Oh, it's fine with alcohol, but when you say you're going to do a set on shrooms, people yeah. think you're insane. Yep. It's like, no, what's wrong with it? I've that? actually, I don't think I've ever gone on stage like really drunk. I've just gone on stage real high. But I, don't, I might try to drop it. What about a mixture of highs? Like, smoke some weed, do some acid. Oh, yeah. Some I mean, oh, no, I've never done I've never some done edibles. Like, yeah. a whole mixture of it. 
I, I, that would be, I think I would end up just crying on stage. <laughs> <laughs> you took that. that much stuff. Yeah, that much stuff is. <laughs> I don't know if I want to cry in front, in front of a bunch like, of strangers. But. Um, I took one time, uh, who was it? I think Anthony Fink. Do you know Fink? Anthony yeah. Fink? Yeah, yeah. He gave me an edible and I ate it. That's great. And he was like, he was, he was, he was, at first he was like, hey, it's really strong. Uh, you might want to wait till later on. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, no I'm taking it right now. He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man, they're really strong. I'm like, that's cool. I'll enjoy the show when I'm up there. Yeah. Went on stage and it kicked in pretty hard while I was there and it was a fun set. Uh, Anthony and a couple other people were just laughing their ass off and they knew how hard it was hitting me and they saw it in my face and I was just like, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those, uh, I don't know, I did it with, with uh, Shrooms last weekend uh, at, a one, at an open mic, a bar mic, and that yeah. shit was horrible. Really? You oh yeah, it? I've never, I've never, I don't think I was ready like I could handle tripping and violent at the same time. No? No. Because you feel like you're just so alone in the universe and no one likes you in that moment. So you're just like, how oh. the fuck were you doing up there then? Were you good? Well, oh, no, it's bad. Well, it was bad. I would say first you got to be comfortable with the fact that you bombed. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. No, and I know I'm very. I went up there a little too confident. I, think. I, I, know, <laughs> I know I'm very com- comfortable with bombing on stage. Yeah. Like, I've done it so much. <laughs> yes, man. I've done it so much. Or, like, um, or like, let's just say, like, it goes well. Yeah. I'm fine with bombing. I don't give a fuck about bombing. But yeah. whenever I'm bombing and tripping, not good. I, I start <laughs> thinking about way too much. I start thinking no one likes me and I'm hated by everyone. So it's just. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I would do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that probably would affect on yeah. the open mic and taking something like that. Yeah. But just because, because it was a showcase, yeah. you know, with a showcase, some people laugh. No matter what, somebody's going to be laughing yeah. out there. As long as it's yeah, whenever I'm high, dude, I don't even care. Dude, sometimes, I mean, sometimes I don't go to bomb, but I know that I just, like, sometimes I see the crowd, I'm like, fuck, man, everybody's not doing good. This crowd sucks. Or there's only four people there. Mm-hmm. So I go up there with, like, I'm just going to have fun. Like, I don't care if I'm a bomb. I'm just going to try it yeah. as best I can. That's how I think of it. Just Is bombing not doing good then? I'm sorry. I've never got the concept. Yeah, bombing's not doing good. Oh, bombing's I thought like, like you make an explosion no. in the room. No, bombing's like, yeah, no one's laughing. No one gives a fuck. At that point, uh, last, whenever I was tripping and bombing at the same time, I was like, hey, people at the bar. Because everybody was at the bar and everybody's back was facing me. So nobody was paying attention. So I said, hey, people at the bar. Hey, people at the bar. Around two minutes, I'm in my set. And one guy goes, we're not listening to you. I went, all right, fuck this. And then I just, like, threw the mic on the mic stand. I'm like, Robert, get up here. Congrats, this mic. I'm leaving. Because, <laughs> like, it's just. Where are you a, at? Huh? One oh, nostalgia. Where's that at? It's in Dallas. It's, it's like, uh, near, um, like, near um, Addison. Yeah. It's just, it's just. Are it's you just more of a Dallas uh, comic? Or are you mostly stay in that area? Because I'm more of a forward. I no, I'm, I'm mostly Dallas. I'm mostly Dallas. Yeah. I'll go to Dallas for some stuff. Uh, not really open mics, because I don't know. Like, I'm not so used to knowing where to go for open mics to Dallas. I'd have to take, like, a whole individual group just going. And How many mics do you do a week? You think? Uh, between four and six. Okay, cool. Four and six, maybe. How long have you been doing it? Uh, about a year, two months now. Wow, okay. Yeah. How about you? Um, I've been doing it for ten months, and I'm... I usually do now. I used to do five, six. Now I'm doing eight, ten. Yeah. And it's fucking rough. But it's like, a lot of work. It, it's better whenever I get like a set like last night where I can do ten minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Because that's basically two open mics. What did you do over there? I don't know. I know. That's did, you not get off of, did you get off on Instagram? I think I did. Why are you messing with the phone, man? Let me see. <laughs> she's she's oh, she's done doing my producer training. It's on again. Okay. Can you can you, okay? What were you, were you talking to people? Yes. Okay. Can you after you're done with that? Can you do me a huge favor? Can you grab me some socks and onions? I forgot to grab socks and onions. It feels weird. No, uh, I just see the that. butt right there, bro. Oh, the dog's butt? Yeah. It's a nice hand. <laughs> I, I get all in it, you know. Just <laughs> <laughs> hey, on top of me today, bro. No, no. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. But that's cool, though. Like <clears throat> eight to ten a week. Yeah, it's a lot. Is that a lot of driving for you, or is it not really? In Dallas, like you can hit it pretty easily. Like, uh, like on Wednesday, I could hit three mics that night. Yeah, Where but do you it's. Go I mean, so I go to um, Craft and Growler. There's a lot, and then hyenas. There's I need to do that because yeah. I go to hyenas, and you know I get there like six thirty to sign up, and then I'm there to like one, yeah, doing nothing, and I get sleepy. Yeah, it's tough. Like I, it's, I've tried to bring food because while you're there, like you I mean if you if you go around to every open mic and you spend money, bro, you you'll be in the hole for like. Yeah. You know, five hundred dollars in that month because you're just Whoa. you buy a drink here, you buy a drink there, you buy a slice of pizza here. You know. I'm uh, so the good thing about me is it's I like hours of not eating and shit. Carry lunchbox and shit. Yeah, I'm starving, dude. Like I gotta bring, I gotta bring some snacks. Playing for barn here now. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's in yeah. That's probably the best thing I think. I would not put on the same pair of socks. What's your favorite snacks? Wow, that's a good question. Like some fruit roll-ups? Mm. You're talking about some food, food. No, I'm talking, yeah, like. You have a whole meal. Chips, I like chips a lot. Did you just ask him what kind of snacks and then follow it up with fruit roll-ups? Yep. That's not a snack, yes. man. Yeah, He's no. not 13. What's kindergarten, bro? <laughs> 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 got the He's little candy. the little five-hour Okay, energy. Gushers? Yeah. No. <laughs> so bomb, bro. You know they are. Yeah, they are. They are. No, like, I'm not a really big candy guy, but I like, I like. Like Cheez-Its or fucking uh, oh, trail mix. You know what's funny? Uh, uh, I was telling this guy, I was like, hey, try not to buy any snacks. We're trying to conserve your money. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I only buy the stuff I need. I was like, uh, okay. Like, what about that five-pound bag of gummy worms behind you? He's like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Man, you can go to Sprouts. You can buy them by the pound. And that's, I mean, I can't believe they released that to the public. That's... Crazy shit. Yeah, same thing with Wanko. You stop by Wanko and they have these big barrels and you just grab as many as you want. That's just crazy. That's a lot of fucking candy. It's nuts that they have a lot of candy. It's it's funny because it's like sprouts, right? You think like like you know natural food, healthy. You walk in there, they have rows of candy you buy by the pound. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) This isn't healthy at all. Yeah, it's insane. But yeah, we went to. uh, It's fun, man. It's fun hanging out with comics too outside of Mm -hmm. outside of open mics. I think that's something that. I guess some comedians take a while to figure out that, like... That's, like, the best part. Yeah. It's kind of like with fighting, too. Like, uh, if you're hanging out with fighters and you're constantly talking about fighting, you'll be better, I think, knowledgeable, at least more, in fighting, versus hanging out with people who don't fight. you got to surround yourself with the baddest motherfuckers the way you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? Yeah, because some of the comics we hang around with sometimes are really fucking good, and... Yeah, they have uh, some comics that are coming up that are strong. Like, Ralph Barbosa... <clears throat> Like yeah. you ever get like a 
conversation with him with comedy. He's so knowledgeable, and he's been doing it for three years, and he's only 22 years old. He's fucking savage. Yeah, that dude is very good. He did a, he did a guest set, a guest spot um, at Twilight, twi- no, not Twilight, at uh, Mad Hatter's yeah. a couple of weeks ago. I really got to see him. That's cool. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. Oh, was that? Yeah, that was the. Uh, I was at the show. I was at. I was at. I was at that one too. You were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I probably started seeing you more often. Cause it started. Yeah, he. Uh, he. Um, I'm actually doing matter tomorrow. I'm doing like a little feature thing for their open mic. Mm-hmm. I think I'm doing ten minutes. But. Uh, but yeah, he. Because the guy that went on before him was in one liner comic, and one liner comics are kind of hit and miss, like. I don't know. I've, I've, I've personally never seen a one-liner comic do really good in like a 10-minute set because 10 minutes is just really long for one-liner. For one-liner, yeah. I, I, you kind of lose attention. So people were losing it for this one guy, and then Ralph Barbosa came on and was like, for three minutes, he had to kind of win them back. It was There were people talking. No, yeah. like a lot of people weren't paying attention in the first three minutes, but he just kept telling joke after joke after joke, and there was like three or four people in the front that were laughing consistently the entire time. So eventually, after he, th- I guess those people that were talking heard those people in the front laughing so much, everyone just started paying attention to him, and he won them back, and then just bang, 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 right, joke, like joke, joke, just <laughs> smashed. Yeah, you gotta keep doing that, man. Some people will like feel that that. They'll see how some people just feel people not getting it, and they kind of you can see it in their eyes, and they them themselves start to face like uh yeah uh, what's his name was telling me uh, he does it all the time Mike Mike uh, Mike Hernandez Brown. or Mike, Mike Hernandez yeah Mike Hernandez you know him right uh-huh. short Hispanic guy yeah that motherfucker he he sent me a snap the other day uh apparently he had tore his pants yeah so he thought it'd be funny to take a, a snap of his pants. Without any underwear, so he sent me the snap of his. So a dick pic. He just sent that picture of his dick. Like he said, it's Gooch and Ballsack. Wow. And if he if he's on the showcase uh, after me, or not even if he's on the showcase before me, so either way, I'm gonna bring it up while I'm on stage. Yeah. I'm gonna bring it up, and I'm gonna make fun of it somehow, and. and <laughs> But I'll figure something out while I'm there. But I cannot ignore the fact that he said that to me. And I told him I was going to bust your balls. I was like, I'm going to bust your balls next time on that showcase. He's like, you are? I was like, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, you don't like to see dick pics. I was like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> oh, but, wow. but he has that problem where, like, if he notices people, like, aren't getting his shit, uh-huh. like, you can clearly see it in him where he's just, like, fading yeah well i was surprised i mean uh, i'm not gonna take names but i saw a comedian recently like that's been doing it for three years i saw him at a uh, backdoor once and i was like damn you've been doing it for three years i haven't seen you really around he's like yeah but i'm, I'm mostly staying in the fort worth area blah, blah, blah. all this stuff and uh i see him go up at one of the showcases and i'm just like wow i'm like yeah. if you bomb this is my opinion. if you bomb and you've been doing it for over a year you're, and like you, you straight up bomb and no one laughs at your set at a showcase and hyenas. Quit comedy. <laughs> Quit comedy or, or find a different angle. Like, yeah, I guess, but like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like that room is just so easy. Like, you're gonna get, at least get a laugh somewhere. Yeah, but you can't get a laugh the entire time. Like, you're <clears throat> like either brain dead or just completely socially awkward. I think. I think people. Some people are so socially awkward. And like, can't you can't, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like you can't really become off like comfortable, and comfortability is like really important. But somebody who, who's done that almost really good is Kirsty Aiden. Mm-hmm. 
Percy Hayden like acts acts uncomfortable on stage, but I think she, I don't know if she's actually uncomfortable. That's just the way she stands, and that's the way she says things. Yeah. But she comes off uncomfortable, and she people does. love it, <laughs> and people think it's hilarious. But yeah, if you can't make it funny that you're socially awkward, then it's gonna be really hard because, you know, I don't know. It's just it's hard to come off comfortable, and like people want confidence, people want comfortability. Yeah, I like watching her sets. She does. Oh, she's great. She looks really. Uh, she makes it look like she's a dark up there just yeah. doing comedy for like her first couple of months. <laughs> but it, she's but you good. tell you tell she's not. She, she's playing for she's playing the audience. Yeah, that same show that uh, I was just talking about with Ralph Barbosa mm-hmm. that she was at. She I felt found her like timing and her pacing because mm-hmm. before it, she was a, like the only comic I think I've ever seen that every time I saw her really it wasn't like. It wasn't like she was killing in any open mics, like not killing in an open mic, but getting a lot of laughs at an open mic. It was like she wasn't getting like a lot of laughs at all, but like some of her jokes were landing. But I don't know. At the that time that I saw her at Matt Hatter, I was like, holy shit! Like she's really maybe I haven't seen her in a while, but she's really grown. And now it's like uh, that night after she left the Matt Hatter, she went on to open. Uh, I think I forget her name. But who's a headliner at the Addison Improv? So she went through a guest spot after that show. Yeah, so she, she just like killed it at Mad Hatter, and then was like, "Oh, I got to go do a guest spot at fucking yeah. Addison Improv." I was like, "Okay." Yeah, she's a uh, she's getting up there quick. Yeah, she's uh, starting to do opening uh, for for Improv. Uh, Matt Addison Improv over there. Yeah, she uh, I think she said she found she got a part time job over there. Yep. And uh, which is actually why she couldn't be here today because she had to work. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of those things that I think like you. Uh, I, I started working at Hyenas and just working the door. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one do you work at? I work at Plano and Dallas. Oh, yeah, sometimes they call me for either one or someone that calls in sick. Because I can't be there every weekend. That's my, kind of like my problem. Yeah, I can't be there consistently every weekend because like last night I had a show. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't work there. I do the same thing for work. That's actually, cool. Yeah, I work the door for them and I'm constantly... They, Eric, Eric the manager, he calls me for um, if they need help. If they're, if they're like have a sold out show, first and second show, or even the second show sold out, he'll call me in. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I'm working on next third, next the thirtieth, next Saturday. Yeah, I'm working. I'm working yeah. on the end of the month. I got trained on how to do the ticket and everything, so I work the I work that, and then somebody else will work the door. So that's cool. Yeah, that's always the end for the club. Like you get you get familiar with people that work there. They put you higher up on like the open mic list, and that's like a really cool way to get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least better stage. That and like yeah, always being there. You know, you gotta show up all the time, and the show you gotta until they see notice your name and yeah. start noticing that you're here more often. You're not one of those people that's just gonna show up for a couple months and then flake out. And yeah. Gone and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, and like the higher up you get on that list, you know, it's more stage time. So that's like that's what it's all about. It's just yeah, as much minutes right as you can stage time. And then if you're lucky, you'll have audience still left over from the previous show. Yeah, uh, the free show that they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, I got to meet the Scalar brothers. You know who they are? Yeah. Yeah, I, got to meet I saw them, them too. Them. Oh, you met them too? Yeah, I worked Which, that night at the at the Dallas location. They're fucking hilarious. Oh man, yeah. it was. <laughs> It was weird. It was interesting to see like two guys on stage at the same time, and they were like just bouncing yeah. off ideas. Well, I, I've seen their comedy before, so I knew exactly what it was like, kind yeah. of, you know. But I don't know their exact their yeah. jokes right now because they're all kind of different. 
Um, but they do the exact same thing. Everything, every time they're on a, a TV show, like they do a, a special guest on comedy shows. Uh, what have I seen them on? I think I saw them on Scrubs before. Uh, yeah, they do a lot of shows together. Yeah, they do a lot of shows together. And you know what's funny, though? One of them clearly looks like he did more drugs than the other. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I know they're twins, but one of them just looks slightly rougher than the yeah. other. Yeah. Like, you stayed at a party while you stayed home and wrote all these jokes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, what if that is the case? Like, what if one of them was, like, really, like, just making the career happen and he's kind of dragging his brother along. That's a funny idea. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, Fuck. That probably is the case. It might be. Who knows? Or maybe just one of them just grows older a little bit. Cause one well, like, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, as far as the business side, like, I'm sure there might be one of them that writes more than the other. Like, it's pain. How do you fucking... I mean, you, after a while, you both can't just sit there and write jokes together all the time. Yeah. Uh, even I have. Yeah, because there were some of them that like clearly was one guy's joke because it was about his wife or about his kids, and uh-huh. so like he kind of. It was it was cool how they made it work, like even though this guy was literally talking about his life, yeah. he had to like kind of kind of cut in some, and oh, he wow. would just kind of add tags and jokes to like, basically about his brother. Yeah, that's it's, genius shit. It is genius shit. Uh, that's kind of like when, that's why my brother's a good co-host for me. Well, he knows how to uh, round me up sometimes. Like, he'll purposely round me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he'll do stuff. And uh, next time, if, yeah, next time you come on to the show, he'll, you know, I'll have him here because he's at work right now. He's, he, we usually do it at 8 <clears throat> because he gets off at 6.30. He gets here about 7 ish. He's hungry. Karen. Uh, yeah. To the seat. Yeah. Um, I hung up. Okay. Damn it. I can't take that call right now. It's okay. Um, <laughs> She's probably calling about the showcase. Um, yeah, I'll just get to it when I'm done with this. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so how's that going to go now? You're doing new a new set versus the one you did last time? or last No, week? I'm still doing the same set I did last time. Uh, but I'm going to add a few punchlines that I didn't get to add on. Um, <clears throat> because every time I have a set, I, I did it like three or four times. Already, you know, I'd open mics and I'll still forget to say something because either the crowd's reaction is kind of funny or they like something I said, and then I'll just kind of forget. Like, I was at improv, and there was this guy who went on before me who was like, he did this weird ass set. Like, like he was, he was portraying like an older, like, Belgian dude, like an old guy. Yeah, it was a weird set. It, it, I knew he was playing a character, I just had never seen it before, and then. <clears throat> it was hard to keep up with what he was trying to do because he, he was talking very light and, and the, he didn't have the mic that close so you could barely hear what he was even saying yeah. um, and he didn't pause for any kind of punchline you know he didn't really crack any for sure jokes uh, yeah yeah everybody was wondering what the what, even though some dude behind me they were like dude laugh laugh at his shit I was like I don't care if it's not funny laugh I don't want him to come over here and shoot the place up <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that, but like, of course it was my turn. I went on stage after him, and I I had to address it. I just could not let something like that go. I was like, "Hey man, what the fuck was that all about?" <laughs> and I told the guys, "Like, I don't know what you're doing." Uh, I was like, "But you know, you need comments. Just do whatever you want to do. If, if it'll work yeah. sooner or later." But man, as yeah, far as showcases are basically like nothing like this one. Yeah, sometimes. You just get, I mean, I don't know. I well, that, but that was an open mic, though. Yeah. 
but I was trying, oh, to, but okay. I was trying to work the same set. I got you. I was trying to work the same set, but I didn't have enough time to just go all the way through it because I had to address that finagle of a person <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't get it sometimes. Like I feel like, I feel like I don't know what they want out of this with the showcase because I've heard comedians that you know comedians I've been doing longer. They're like, I oh, don't need to do the showcases anymore if you've been doing. If you've done them like so many times, because mm-hmm. it doesn't really get you anything anymore. But I don't know. I, I kind of disagree. Like, because I like the video. Yeah, the video is like cool. Three minutes. It, I mean, it is cool to have that three minutes, and you know, maybe get more people to come once you get a four or get five minutes. Yeah. But and then you have those five minute videos. <clears throat> I, the way I see it, like, yeah, you don't have to do a showcase, but why would you say no to more time on stage in front of a real audience? Yeah, no, that's, I know. I, I say the same thing. I, I told that to somebody last night because it's like, uh, especially when you start out. But I guess, I guess what they're saying too is like, you know, it's easy to use it as a crush. Like you don't have to, you don't have to find other shows. You kind of just use that as like kind of a crush to just keep doing those shows. But I don't know. Yeah, if you don't have anything else going on, like I know, like I'm trying to fill dates. Yeah. So like, if I don't get a show somewhere else, then I'll do the then I'll do the showcase. But if I do get a show somewhere else, I'm not gonna take. I'm gonna I'm gonna do comedy in front of ten people at a fucking bar show mm-hmm. instead of doing and do, and do ten minutes, then do three minutes in front of 140 people. Because see, we'll take the, the 10 I'll take the ten minutes with yeah, in front of ten people, 10 and it's also West Corn's gonna be running that bar, and it's like I can talk to West Corn after, and that's the funniest comic in Texas right now. So uh, I met Wes. Was he the the winner of the funniest comic in Texas last mm-hmm. long ago? Yep, this past week. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's very, so, very goofy, man. Yeah, so he's uh, he's um. You know, he's important to kind of network with and get to know because he'll put you on other shows. He runs mm-hmm. like, and he runs. I think he's he posted on Facebook about the uh, the Plano Comedy Festival. I think he he's kind of he's the one of the parts of selecting people that go into oh, yeah. it. So, you know, getting to know him is huge. I need to figure out how I can get to know him. Yeah. Right. He's so do open mic. Does he have? Does he run an open mic? Yeah, he runs Noble Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on Thursdays. It's in Dallas. Uh, he runs. He's always at DCH. DCH is actually going to close after this Tuesday, though. Yeah, they're not going to uh-huh. reopen anywhere else. They're going to reopen somewhere else. Yeah, uh, but I think it's going to go off. This is like the time. third time they've had to move. In a couple yeah, of I don't know what that's there. about. I think it's probably money. I guess <laughs> they can't afford rent. But I don't see how they have so much business. I would think so too. I would think so too. I know, too. I, mean, I know, obviously. But it's hard because it's bro, like um, Monday through Thursday, they ain't got nothing going on. Know, except for a Tuesday open mic, and yeah. a Tuesday open mic, I mean, nobody's usually buying drinks that much. Yeah, but those open mics are packed. Though. Yeah, I try to go a couple times. They're just too packed with content. I think Rent Depot is hot as hell. It's got yeah, be, it's got to be hot. Yeah, especially in that area. Um, they're in like the new district arts, right? The Bishop yeah. Arts area. Yeah, they're in like the new. Which is weird because like you're like you have all these hipsters, and then you walk across the street and across the block. And then you see a bunch of bums and homeless people. Yeah, for sure. You can hardly tell the difference. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of bums. A lot of bums in people. But, uh, yeah, and the shows, I don't think, because the rooms are small. The rooms are small. Yeah. Fuck, I think they're trying to get bigger rooms, too. Bigger rooms, bigger, more people, more money. So. That is true. 
Because right now, those now they're in small tiny, spot. tiny rooms. Uh, like but, but it looked like they had other stages they could have opened up and done stuff over there if they wanted to. They had the, they had the improv. They had the improv room, which seated more people. Uh, and I don't know if they used those for shows or not. I've never been there for a comedy show. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's hard. And, and it was funny talking about this garage show, because this is a really good idea to make money. Uh, like mm -hmm. I, made, I made 10 bucks last night, and that's not a crazy amount of money, but there were six comics there. So if yeah. there was three comics there, I would have made more money. Well, shit, next time you have one, or he goes up one of yours, yeah, I, I want to talk to him. I was I talking to him on the podcast here to see him too. Yeah, for sure. I was talking to him. Uh, I was talking to him about it, and I was like, "Man, you should do less comics so people can make more money." And then also, it's not. I feel like people watching comic after comic after comic, it gets exhausting. You just kind of want to watch like a good three. I feel like is solid. We had six, and they got a little True. too long. Anything over an hour and a half is like too long. You know what I mean? How long did it go for? It went, it went closer to two hours. Two hours? And so that was a lot. But they were laughing all the time. Dude, everybody was just high as hell. But I was saying, like, if you could just keep that going, that's like a yeah. that's like a perfect setup because you can't have that anywhere else. But he was like, now there's going to be other, like, if we can, if we get West Corn, Tony Casillas, Brian Perio, people like that that do, or Ralph Barbosa, mm -hmm. that, like, do uh, hyenas regularly or... Um, Addison Improv regulars, like they'll they'll ban Philip from other shows. Oh or, yeah, they'll they ban know. those people. They'll ban, they'll ban those. They'll threaten to ban those people that are regulars. Yeah. So I was like, well, all you got to do is build a flyer, have like two comedians on there, and say special guest headliner. Yeah. And that's that would that would fix that. They just can't promote like their name on it, or else I'm yeah, they can't. Yeah, they can't promote their name, and they can't like. Um, they can't really say that they're the ones doing it, like running yeah. it. And then you also kind of not like not keep it from the managers or the people who are employees, but like you know just you know invite your own friends and some yeah. some other comments. Yeah, and that's what that's what I think it would end up being. Like you could they could put their name on it, but I mean that's yeah, not a big deal. Yeah, I've heard that happen before. I hope that happened to um, Anna B. You know Anna B. Yeah, she was uh, she was trying to do an open mic at a bar. And it collided with, um, I think, Dallas uh, open mic night, Dallas Hyenas open mic night, and they, they took her off all the roster. Yeah. And said, you can't do any hyenas, because she was like, what? I was like, yeah, you, well, you're competing against us on open mic on the same night. I was like, you can't have that. And then she was like, okay, she, she, she stopped doing it, and they put her back on the roster. Because she, she was supposed to open for somebody, too. She was supposed to be a headliner, or not, uh, yeah, an opener for somebody. And uh, and when they, they called her that same day and said, you can't do an open mic, because she had, she had uh, been advertised that she was doing an open mic for somebody else. Yeah, it's, I mean, a lot of comedians think that's bullshit, and I, I do, too. I think it's just, I think it's what they're trying to do to keep the funny people in one place. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. That's a monopoly. And this shit, yeah, this was it's, it's contract work, yeah, basically, not. and they're not even, it's unpaid contract work, and it's illegal. Yeah, they're not supposed to do that. Yeah, that's completely illegal. Yeah. Um, it's but they though. do it, and what can you do about it? I mean, what, us as comics, we hardly have any leeway as far as what we say you can, can't do, because... Yeah, if you raise hell, they'll, they'll just yet. not, they'll not, they won't book you. Yeah. They just won't book you. Unless uh, you can get a powerful, uh, powerful enough voice behind you. Yeah. 
It's fucked. I mean, like, the people, like, Ryan Perrier, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much if you want to do an MC spot, like, get, like, an opener, mm-hmm. be the opener for a headliner, like, you have to go through him. He has to select. Yeah, he's the, the Dallas Hyenas, right? Yeah. Dallas Hyenas guy? Uh, he does it for, he selects the MCs for all Hyenas. For all the Hyenas? And, uh... I know I've heard of his name before. He's... He's not the manager to Dallas Hines. No, he's not a manager. He's just a comic. But uh, they just... He's just been doing it for so long there. Uh, uh, they, I guess they just trust him to pick the MCs. And it's, uh-huh. I don't necessarily like that because it's kind of like going all through this one guy. And I love Ryan Perrier, but it's like, I don't I don't know if he likes me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he... I don't know how to... I don't know. Sometimes it's... It's not just Ryan. It's like... Uh, Managers too. It's like I hope they like. You know, it's like it, we always have to go through some kind of person yeah. for them to select us so they can book us. So yeah, we raise hell about. Oh, I can't do an open mic and whatever. It's like I just won't book you then. No, they just won't. So you don't really have a lot of like. And there's not too really many places to, around here that can they can get on like that. Yeah. Um, you know, what you got Arlington Improv. And the, yeah, the Arlington Addison Improvs are just so hard to get booked on because they book out of Houston. I don't know if you know that, but they select their openers through Houston. And like so you have to that's why you'll see a lot of people doing like the secret group or kind of like networking out there yeah. in Houston so they can get booked at, at the improv. It's the only oh, way really? to do it. Is that why a lot of the I've noticed I've talked to a lot of the comics that do like open for weekend comics. Um, they'll be like, Yeah, yeah, no, I'm from Houston. I'm from Houston. Yeah, yeah. The the. Like, what are you doing all the way over here? Just so just some open yeah, mics. It's, and it's, I don't know why the improvs do that because they already have these at Houston improv. Like I don't know why. That's not improvs select their openers. Yeah, it's weird because I mean. Sounds like the people who's selecting is in Houston, so they see the people probably in Houston. So. Well, yeah, they're gonna select people who they see. They're not seeing what we do over here. Yeah, which just sucks. I mean, they should they should have someone that selects people here. Yeah, I think every place should do their own selection. Every, you know, hyena should have somebody who's there who selects what comics to do open it. Because, because I never go to Dallas for hyenas, like open mics. I'm trying to now because um, I do see what they get more opportunity if you keep showing up there. But I, you know, I've always been more Fort Worth and Arlington Improv comics. So I've been doing that this whole time. So that means that pretty much everything I've done. Uh, as far as getting me on stage anywhere is really that's nothing because I don't go to Dallas and do it in front of other people or the, the right people in Dallas area. <clears throat> so, but if they all had their own person and some comics are more forward, yeah, I guess it's hard, comments. like harder to say because I, I mean, I, I get that because uh, I've heard someone say that. I've heard like you know, other comedians say like they. You know, went to a few clubs, and one of the clubs on them, like their hyenas closed down, yeah, or moved or something, and then they had to restart again. And that was like after three years. So. But I think if you do, um, like I, I do four worth hyenas like every other week, yeah. so I don't do it every week, but I do it as minimum as I can, so that like they still know my name. It's kind of like they 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 want comics to to be able to go everywhere. Oh, you come to. Go to high end for 
word, well, you got to come over here too. And it's like, well, you have to go, all, you know, between that and before work all the time. And uh, someone like me, I don't really have that much time to go both places, but I've been trying to fit it in. Because <clears throat> when I do, when I do those six open mics, you know, I'll go to uh, Mad Hatter's and then also uh, Tin Panther on Mondays and then hit up Arlington Improv and then um, uh, what's the one that Mona throws over there? Twilight Lounge. Yeah. And then Wednesday now I'm going to Dad's Comedy House. But I'm going to try to go to those other open mics because I think Rippy told me, I, I ran into Rippy and he was like, yeah, I go to these other open mic before and then I come to the dad's one and I was like how far is it he's like it's five minutes so I'll probably try doing that too uh you alright the, the Matt Hatter one's great you should go to that one on Mondays yeah yeah I go to that one on I just started going to it all the time I've been doing it. it's a good one and the room's kind of weird because it's like you know it's like a yeah. hallway yeah it's just kind of weird man <laughs> but the bartender is so hot I know I follow them on Instagram <laughs> 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 yeah you should have had I did a little creeping. I put the, I did. I went through the um, Mad Hatter page, uh-huh. and then I saw like the that they tagged them. But yeah, yeah sorry, I'm a creep. Hey, whatever. <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> but no, they're yeah, they're they're, they're beautiful. I um. Water's done. <laughs> I uh. Man. Okay. <laughs> Next time I do a podcast, we should know uh, kind of. Machinery running in the background. <laughs> That's so funny. That's, um, you can't have that on the podcast. But yeah, Matt Hatter was uh, it's a really cool spot. The show is good. I hope he keeps doing shows there. I think he will. I'll see what but it's decide. it's hard to, I guess, get people there. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like on a Friday night, that was pretty easy to get people there. People already mm-hmm. you know, showing up. But Well, I mean, every time I've gone on a Monday, they've had a pretty decent crowd. I know. That's why. Cool yeah, I was surprised that on Friday. Um, that's what I'm saying. I think on Fridays you could easily throw a show. Um, but I don't know. Like a real show? Like a, like I mean, not like a real show, but like just like the, how the charity show was set up. Yeah. Similar that's to fun. the open mic. Yeah. Similar to the open mic, just less people. Less people going up. Um, and they could just, I guess, I don't know, charge at the door maybe. If they wanted to, yeah. I don't know. How would they want to do it? Yeah, it was, um, but yeah, that's a good one. I, I did, have you ever gone to Tim Panther? You've gone to Tim Panther. Yeah, I go to Tim Panther. That's a good one to get like a workshop in. Yeah, that's a good spot for workshops. I haven't done one personally because I know Mana's gonna roast my ass. <laughs> she doesn't like me that much. She no. Told me, no, she told me she's like, she's like, ah, it's like, I, it's like, there's another comic. I forgot what she said. She's like, I didn't like him for a while either, but then he kind of grew on me. He's like, you're kind of like that. And I was like, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not like it's not because I'm a dick or anything like that. I don't know. No, I've just doesn't like a lot of like a lot of comics. Well, I I am very. Um, how would you say this, Lana? That I'm not very. Uh, You're raunchy. I'm kind of raunchy, yes, but I'm also unfiltered. Okay, I'm unfiltered, and I don't, I don't know. I just, <laughs> like when I see bullshit, even if it's like kind of womanish bullshit, uh-huh. I, I do not keep my mouth shut. Like I just, I cannot agree with certain things. Yeah, for sure. He yeah. likes to shit on people. I do like to shit on people a little bit. Wait, what? Wait, what you do you do? mean by shit you on do. people? I don't shit on people. You were just telling everyone about how. It's a hell of a fetish. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, yeah, I think he gets off. So, on it. but okay, but <laughs> I think she, I she doesn't like my personality, maybe not too much. Uh, um, but yeah. it's it's because I think it's because I I I humor myself a lot before I humor other people sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> that makes sense. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm cool with her. I don't always agree yeah, with everything she says. Yeah, I'm super cool with it too. I think like uh, I do build a bit. On Sundays usually uh-huh. they didn't have it this week, but uh, it's at the Addison Improv. Yeah. Oh, I've been wanting to try doing it's that. It's a good a one. Bit. It's a good one. Uh, yeah, I think it's. It's on Sundays. I, I isn't that Sunday like at two? Yeah, like kind of the yeah it's Sunday at three. And I, three. Usually whenever, usually what I do is every week on Sunday I'll go there, and I'll do. I mean, I'll literally write down like three or four mm-hmm. topics. That I want to talk about. I don't even write out like the jokes really. Yeah. I kind of have an idea what I'm gonna talk about, but I don't really have it, you know, word for word. And I just go up there and say, try to just hash it out, and then they'll add tags, add maybe a direction to it, and then I'm like, cool, I'll think about that, and then I'll take whatever they said from that, and then kind of make it my own thing. Yeah. And it's good. It's like you can really build material that way. Um, you just get different outlooks, different ideas thrown at you. Because sometimes, like, somebody will say an idea to me for, for my joke, mm-hmm. and they'll say, like, even just one word that was in the sentence that they threw at me to as a suggestion. One word will motivate me to write it, oh, a different direction than with that word in mind. But I'm not using, like, word for word what they say. Because the word for word what they say honestly sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> usually it's not funny, so I'm like, okay, well, so then I have to take it, uh, that was just in case any of them were watching, uh, <laughs> I wanted to roast them, but, um, no, but no, like, sometimes they'll say stuff that is kind of, um, just kind of an idea, not necessarily a joke, and then you have to kind of formulate your, and also the comics will say it in their voice, like, they'll say it the way they would have written it, mm-hmm. and so to me, the way they would have written it isn't really funny it doesn't really apply to where i'm going with it so then i have to yeah. take that idea and make it my own but it's great for fucking writing it. yeah it's nothing wrong with, with uh taking somebody else's input and then yeah seeing how can... god damn it laundry's done can you go for that off <laughs> yeah but it would definitely for uh definitely for building material i try to build five i try to build five new minutes yeah a month and i'm like i want to get it like solid five new minutes but sometimes i try to do so like and that means each week i gotta do three minutes that's totally new mm-hmm. um and most of the time the like most of that three minutes is kind of shit and but it might have like a good joke in it that i can expand and make five minutes for the month but it and so i try to make it like a like a machine like yeah. On Sunday, I'm going to build a bit and I'm throwing out ideas. On Monday, I'm trying those fucking jokes off the ideas that they gave me, and it's kind of shaky. By Tuesday, I'm refining it at DCH. Wednesday, it's like getting polished at Hyenas, and it feels it feels much better. And then by Friday, uh, like it's very smooth, and I'm ready to do it for Saturday on the show. Um, what uh, what where do you go on Fridays? On Fridays, I go to Plano Hyenas. Man, yeah, every time I hear playing audience, I think that's fun. Yeah, but I work <laughs> there, so it's like, and it's, I, I live 20 minutes away from it, so it's just, I work there, uh, and like, just help clean up and shit, mm-hmm. and then I'll do the, uh, I'll do the open mic, and they usually put me up like second block, so it's nice and I can get out of there. 
nice. You know what's fun? I've heard a lot of comedians actually working for hyenas. Yeah. But they're are they even getting paid? Oh yeah, they, they pay me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they count for like yeah. a lot of time. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's nice too. They look little on it. I'm you, just you shitting just, on hyenas. Little <laughs> on it. You just sit back there and work the keyboard a bit. What um? Yeah, that's what I'm doing down here. <laughs> what uh? Shit, I don't know. Drop shit. Oh, do you ever have you ever done a uh, backdoor? Uh, uh, no, I don't think I've done backdoor. Yeah, backdoor, backdoor, backdoor would be interesting for you because you gotta. It's clean, so it's a clean. Why would that be interesting for me? It's a clean three minutes because he just said you're Rossi. <laughs> so you're saying go over there and see how you can do it? No, okay. like I'm saying you could diversify how you write, I guess, and you can challenge yourself to write clean because it, it, it took okay, me a while so- to. It took me a while to do it because mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Fuck them! They're not gonna let me curse. They're not gonna let me talk about sex. They're not. They're not gonna let me talk about bathroom humor, dude. It's like it's so like church level of clean that it's challenging to go in there. So okay, so what happens if you accidentally swear? Do you just say, "Oops, sorry"? Yeah, they'll just tell you after like, "Okay, can't do that." Like blah blah. But like the goal is, they uh, they offer like three minute sets for people on weekends, so you can be a part of the shows on the weekends and like Paul Rosey. Usually headlines those, and he's like a, he's like one of the biggest Dallas comics. Yeah, right now. So try that. What, okay, what nights are the open mic? Thursday. Thursday. So I'm gonna have to just not go out hanging every once in a while. Yeah, and you can also uh, 15 minutes away from that is West Corn's Noble Ray open mic. So can, you can you write that down for me? Right so you can hit that and then back door. Thursday, Thursday. And that's a good. That's an easy like two on a Thursday. Yeah. So it's that's that's my Thursdays usually, and it's it's pretty tough because Noble Ray is is brutal. Like sometimes it's, yeah, it's sometimes it's just comics, and most backdoor of them are just looking at their phone. Right Thursday, backdoor comedy house. What time is it? Uh, well, you have to call. So for the first time you go, you have to call, mm-hmm. um, and they'll sign you up for the week. And then you go at eight o'clock to check in, mm-hmm. and they'll check you on the list, dude. It's a nice club. It's in a it's in a double tree, like a really nice hotel. Yeah. Uh, near downtown, and uh, they have the comedy club in the hotel, so they they have people that are like just guests coming in and checking out the comedy. I think it's like a lady in the room. Uh, and then uh, what? Uh, what's I like where this guy's mind is. He's thinking hotel comedy bitches. I'm like, where are we fucking? <laughs> uh, what was the other place called? The other place said afterwards? Uh, no Rays before it. You can go hit that one up and you just hit up uh, West Corn um, on Facebook uh-huh. on Thursday and say, hey, give me an early spot. He'll give you the early spot and uh, you hit that one. So usually I check in yeah. at Backdoor and I drive the Noble Ray to one set and come back a, and then you'll sit there. I need a, uh, what would I need? A Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Facebook's great. You don't have Facebook? I don't have a Facebook. Facebook. Dude, Facebook's great for comedy, man. I don't have Facebook. That's, that's how I found out everything about the shows, all of it, because everybody, you, I mean, you can go, you can go to uh, DFW Comedians, and it's an entire page where you, uh, everyone shares the upcoming shows, where the open mics are at, yeah. all that shit. Uh, I'll be right back. I'm grab some right. more water. You guys what the fuck is that shirt, man, bro? I've been staring at it this whole time. Oh, it's a band shirt. Like a, like a rock band? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, they're dope. They're, they're, uh, they're like a new... I don't know. People say they sound just like Led Zeppelin, which, I mean, 
I mean, sure, but they're just fucking young dudes. They're like 22, I think, and they're like touring all over the world. God damn, that is fucking savage, bro. Hey, is what's touring? And they don't give a fuck, dude. They dress like they dress up just like like 70s fucking outfits, shit. And they're just I saw them. In, I saw them live in concert. It was great. Wild, wow. the dude that can play guitar is insane. Four forty-two. Where's your clock at? Right. Are you blind, son? Right there. Oh, oh shit! Blend in with the UFC? Yes, I'm blind apparently. Uh, <laughs> That's what we've been going for. Mm, we got fifteen minutes. Cool. All right, I'll do my quick fifteen real quick. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll stop at five. Have you seen the <laughs> What? Oh, I think I have. Yeah, I think I've seen his video and maybe a couple of the mics. Oh. Um, does Wes is he the one that makes the videos? The highness videos? Who is it that does that? No, that's a... Uh, were you talking about video in the showcases? Exactly. The one, yeah, the one who records and sends them out. Yeah, no, that's uh, Brad. I forgot his last name. Oh, it's Brad. I forgot. Um, excuse me, but yeah, he's, he's, he's usually uh, working at Backdoor, too. So you get to know him at Hyenas and get him filming, and then you get to know my backdoor, and he's the one that makes a list of backdoor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Last week, I got hella high up on there. Like, I was, I was like, sixth or seventh on the list. Usually, I mean, I don't like backdoor necessarily, because mm-hmm. the first time I went to backdoor, I walked in, and I saw a bunch of motherfuckers that I've never seen before mm-hmm. at any other open mic. And I'm like, who are these people? I thought they were people just waiting for the show to start. I started talking to them. They're like, oh, no, I'm a comedian, blah, blah, blah. I was like, really? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, how long have you been doing it? And this one guy's like, oh, I've been doing it for about two years now. It's like, really? It's like, wow. I was like, I've never seen you at any other open mic. It's weird. He's like, yeah, I don't really do many. I usually go to Backdoor. Um, and I've only done, like, Hyenas Dallas once and Hyenas Plano once. And I was like, oh, so you're serious about this shit. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, he's just like, what? And I'm like, I was just like, I'm fucking with you, dude. Like, that's crazy. That's like, I mean, doing comedy once a week for two years and thinking you're gonna like get anywhere with it. I don't know if it's like a, that's a hobby at that point. You yeah, know what I mean? it is. It's a hobby. At that point. I wouldn't go around saying I'm a comedian at that point. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I would. You just go fuck around. That's all I do. Right? Yeah, like, I don't. The once a week thing's weird. I think uh, there's a lot of people that do that at Backdoor specifically. They do it just at Backdoor. There's like tons of people that just go to Backdoor. Why? Why just Backdoor? I don't know. I don't either. Either comfort zone of. of I think it is a comfort zone of like clean. uh, Maybe they're maybe they're just like church people that want to. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that, and it's uh, like I can't go to the other place. A lot of sinners there. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, just like. The way he's in, introduced himself as a comedian, how he's been doing it for two years, I'm like, oh, okay. But it's like, you know, someone goes, someone sees you go up on stage, and they're like, oh, yeah, I've been doing it for two years. And, like, he's bombing. It's like, mm-hmm. and then they see me go on stage, and I've been doing it for nine months at the time, and I'm doing, like, way well, way better than him. It's just like, I don't know, it's just, it, I don't know, I guess I get, I got frustrated because it was, People that say that they're comedians and they aren't, they're not doing it once a week. And that's just, that's like trying to learn guitar and playing like once every other month. You know, it's just like you're not going to learn shit. <laughs> oh, but, but make it even worse. They're going out 10 minutes later in the band. Yeah. They're all, oh, yeah. I'm in band. Like, yeah. I'm a guitarist. Yeah, I've been playing for three years. Yeah. Just once every other month, but it's great. I had, I had a friend who was doing that. I had a friend that was like, that he played, he barely played guitar. 
And I played drums, and but he went like, every time we go out, he'd be like, "Yeah, we got our own band." And I'd be like, "I was like, stop." <laughs> I'm gonna use his name because I don't give a fuck. But like, I'd be like, "Rick, we don't have a band. We've never played together. I played drums by myself. You barely played the guitar. We're not a band. Stop yeah. telling people we're a band so you can try to pick up chicks. It doesn't work out." Yeah, it's um. Yeah, and then they then that you know they invite him over to this place and they're like yeah like uh, well, let's see you play something and he's just like shit that's my nightmare no, that's why I don't tell always... I don't try to brag about my skills because I don't I don't want to like choke in front of them. Yeah, like I think for like my first probably three or four months I was doing comedy uh, just at Orange and Improv in Hyannis, and but I would do that but I never missed a night so I was there every every Tuesday every Thursday between the yeah. two and three. And then I started talking to more people and learning about more spots to hit up. And I started going to other places and trying it out. Yeah. Um, but I, I seem to mo- mostly stay in Fort Worth, which I want to. It's hard. I want to do more Dallas. I want to go to Dallas more often. Yeah, it's just hard to get out to Fort Worth. I think the, I think the, the thing is with being in Dallas, um, I'm able to do Dallas Hyenas and Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah. So that. The, at least hyenas will get to know me like randy the owner um he's the owner of all three locations mm-hmm. like he'll get to know you and that way you'll get ended up you'll end up just getting put up in fort worth i mean you know like i don't even know if going to fort worth every week really is necessary Beneficial. for me because yeah, like i'm doing dallas and plano already i'm getting to know those managers i'm seeing randy randy knows who i am butch lord knows who i am like ryan knows who i am so it's Kind of like the only reason why I would go to Fort Worth Hyannis, I guess, would just be trial material that I haven't done there yet. But yeah, I uh, I have a plan for myself though, actually. Um, and what I want to do is I want to do it under the UNG Odyssey brand mm-hmm. label, and I want to turn it to like kind of like a production label. Um, and what I my ultimate goal with the podcast <clears throat> and also with doing comedy is to uh, like go to different places like Oklahoma, Arizona, what else is nearby, Louisiana, like call the places. Call, like I would actually physically call them myself and yeah. try to book shows for me and other comics under the UNGRC uh, banner. So like it'd be like, oh, you know, UNGRC uh, produces or um, not really like comics. Like, and, and I was talking to somebody else about it and he was all like well does that mean that those comics don't work under you i was like no it doesn't it just means that when i when when i take the brand to go do something it'd be like usually obviously presents and then have a lineup with different comics yeah for sure that makes sense uh, <clears throat> and i want to do that because that way um it's more like a business yeah you know and yeah, what gretchen's doing is genius what's it. gretchen doing with the tour bus yeah she has that like party bus and she has uh they just rent it out um and sell tickets for it. And it's like a, you know, that's literally like on a party bus. And they Yo, just do wait, a comedy. She does that, yeah, it's that comedy show while yeah. you're on the tour bus, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, while you're on like this party bus. That was great. Yeah, and they, they're, some, you know, the comedian's just up front, like by the driver. Yeah. Facing the, facing the 